Welcome to The Real Deal with Jen Costa, your podcast for all things spiritual, where I take you along on my journey through life and we talk about mediumship, all things woo, and everything in between. Let's get started. So I just got back from a spiritual retreat in Canada, and I thought I definitely need to talk about this. One, because I'm kind of still in the energy, and two, because I thought this would be great to capture for myself for later, because I am still feeling all the energy from this. So I went to the Sacred Spirit Retreat hosted by Danielle Serenk, um, who's known as the Squamish Medium. And it was in Canada, and it was phenomenal. Um, I will say it broke me uh, (laughs) in the best of ways. I did not see that one coming. Can't say I did at all. Um, But that's pretty much how it usually happens for me. Like, hits me with like a left hook that I really didn't see coming. So I wanted to talk about it because I have been through a range of emotions (laughs) since then. Um, You could call it a hot mess express, call it whatever you want, but it has been unexpected and amazing. I got back home Saturday night, like really late Friday night, Saturday morning at like 2 a.m. So on Monday, I just felt compelled to go to like a group circle near me because I was like, I just need more of this energy, right? Because I actually really didn't, but (laughs) I wanted to be in more with more of my people again. And I was still trying to process what the hell was happening. So they had asked me, hey, where where have you been? And I told them, oh, I went to a retreat. And they're like, oh, that must have been great. How was it? And I found myself like at a loss for words. And I was like, how do you explain something with words when what I realize now is like you literally have like a soul experience or a spiritual experience. The words didn't justify anything Anything that I could have said at that time could not justify what I had experienced. And it could not give any better description than like what I felt. And I found myself at a loss for words when she, the woman even asked like, what did you do? And I was like, I could like only remember two things. (laughs) And I was like, I know we did a lot. Listen, a lot went down. I'm not quite sure what went down, but we did a lot. And I think this woman was like, well, do you feel relaxed? And I'm like... Yeah, I feel a lot of things. (laughs) So I'm going to go into my whole experience. And this is great because my family's been actually asking me how it was and what happened. And I'm going to be like, just go listen to the podcast because like, I don't even know. I'm still processing and I may never know what happened, but this is the best I can do for you. So I'll talk about before I even got there. So I leave for this trip and it's in Canada and it's on like west coast canada so i'm on east coast time so now we're going pacific time so it was a time change which i'm like no big deal but i get to the airport and i'm like okay i haven't traveled by myself in a while but i have literally traveled like just a few months ago like to europe overseas had to do some work stuff and had no problem but for some reason this threw me for a loop and i ended up having a panic attack in the bathroom literally as my plane's boarding they're like about to call like my boarding group and i'm like dude get it together like I felt so nauseous I was shaking and like I had to block out it was funny because I had to block out all sound and like smell like any input from anywhere 
was totally tripping me up. And I'm like, I'm going to puke in this bathroom. I was not hungry. I hadn't eaten. It literally, it was quite the experience. So I was like, get it together. And I was able to get myself chill enough to be like, okay, bored. But now I'm like, you have that after effects of, I don't know if you've ever had panic attacks, but for me, it's like, I end up like my handshake after, like, it's almost like an adrenaline dump, I guess. And I'm on the plane and I'm like, great, this is going to be like a five hour flight. Okay. I literally also hadn't had a panic attack in two or three years. So this was highly unexpected for me. I did not see that coming. So then I change planes, quick little jump over to Canada and I meet someone there and we ride in together and that's great. So now I'm like, okay, I'm feeling a little better. I'm still feeling a little nauseous. Like it's still there in my like, like it feels like there's a fist right under my rib cage and just slight, slight enough to know that it wasn't going away, but still there. So we get to where we're staying and I'm tired, but I'm like amped up, ready to go. And things are chill, no problem. We do the opening circle, kind of like a greeting. And like Danielle sets the tone for the group. And literally like one of the first things she said was like the land. And as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I'm going to lose it. Like I was going to cry. Literally those two words. And I was like, what the hell? And I knew what was happening. I did and I didn't, right? You can feel what's happening, but your mind is like, this is ridiculous. Really? She said two words. But for the past six months prior to this trip, I kept hearing the land, the land over and over. And I had just bought a house in January with my partner and it's on a lot of land. It's on 1.5 acres and in where we live, that is not typical of what you usually get around here. But that was also like what I loved about it. It was set back. It wasn't near people. I didn't want to be near anyone. There's a little stream in the back. It's like your own part of the woods in a location where you normally probably wouldn't get that. So I thought it might have been tied to the house. But now I'm feeling like, okay, there's a connection between both. So as soon as she said that, I'm like, great. We're here. Two seconds in. I'm exhausted. I had a panic attack. And now I'm ready to lose my shit. <laughs> because she said the land. And I was like, you got me. You, I'm here. Like, So we go through everything. And as the days go by, I'm not realizing anything. I'm thinking it's low key. It's This is pretty chill. It's not like heavy lifting. We're not doing like crazy, crazy deep work. The little do I know like what's happening in the background. So for me to even like go on this trip, I surprised myself but I almost like didn't even realize what I was doing so I have social anxiety so being in large groups where I don't know a lot of people is very uncomfortable for me and I think sometimes people are surprised by that because I can go in I could go give a talk to a stadium and be like I'm not worried as long as it's a topic I know I'm good like that doesn't bother me I can go in and like command presence in a room if I need to. Like I was a police officer for nine and nine years, six months. Like that's not a problem. And I can also appear extroverted to a lot of people. When I'm comfortable, I appear extroverted. But for me, I didn't realize how much anxiety that gave me of being in a group of people where I didn't know where I'm going to have to go talk to these people and make friends. Like or at least just talk to them. Like that in itself, when you have social anxiety, is not fun. That's like, uh, no thanks, I'm just going to go over here. So as it went on, I was like, I'm going to challenge myself to go talk to people that I haven't talked to yet. So I would 
sit at different tables. I would try and talk to people I hadn't talked to yet. It became easier and like everyone, I absolutely adore them all now. Now I'm like, oh, I know them all. It's totally fine. I would go there now and probably be more vocal, maybe. Um, But I would feel much more comfortable. Not that I wasn't comfortable, but my anxiety kept me. So this whole feeling of being nauseous stayed with me all week. And I was like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, is it because of everyone's energy? Like energy usually doesn't affect me at all like this. Like I have hard boundaries. Like I go to the grocery store and shop. I don't hear anything. Spirit's not talking to me. I'm like, listen, I'm shopping. Leave me alone unless you're going to do my shopping for me like faster then we can talk. So I never get those like bombardments of spirit sometimes that people get. So I'm feeling nauseous and I'm like, it's not from eating stuff. Like I never, ever feel like this. What the hell is going on? So I had that all week off and on, off and on, literally like a fist under my chest. It was fun. (laughs) And at one point we're doing a gift exchange and they're like, pick the gift that you feel drawn to or whatever speaks to you. And then we all went around and opened it. So I looked and I'm like, I literally was like this one. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, let me look again. And I was like, nope, pick that one. So I pick it up and I'm holding it and they're like, all right, let's do a little psychometry first. Like, what do you feel with it? And we're sitting in the circle and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm going to puke. Like this went from level one to a level seven. And I was like, what the hell? So we opened it and it's like selenite with like the chakras on it. And I'm like, really? Isn't this supposed to be like good for you? Not make you feel like nauseous? Like, and I'm asking someone next to me, what does selenite do? I've heard of it, but like, it's not supposed to make me feel like I'm going to puke, right? And she's laughing and she's like, no, it's not supposed to make you feel like that. So I literally had to put it down and it like chilled out. So we go around and share and we're like, did you get any hits? And I'm like, listen, whoever brought this, no offense, but I feel like I'm going to vomit. Like, I literally wanted to puke when I hold it. And thankfully, the woman said like, oh, that used to be my, I don't know if it was her mother's. And she had a lot of like stomach issues. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm feeling them. And later on, I realized this whole experience for me was a massive clairsentient like experience, like feeling. It was a big opening to me having that sense I I felt it before in readings like I've done readings and I felt love that you can't verbally express in words that like people have had for each other I have felt that but never to this extent like I have another teacher and she'll walk in and she's like oh my god my neck's killing me whose neck is hurting and she can actually feel people's pain well I've never had that probably because of my hard boundaries plus also when you have trauma and you shut off from feelings and you're really good at that which I am um you don't tend to, I think, be open as much to that. I'm like open as much as I'd want to be, I guess. So I'm starting to realize, oh, maybe this whole experience is like a big thing for me and clairsentience, like actually feeling things, feeling feelings, which is not my favorite thing, especially when they're really strong. (laughs) So I was like, oh my gosh. So I put it down and I'm feeling a little better. And we talked after and it was actually really helpful. And I said to her, maybe that's why I don't really get these things. And I ended up putting it back. I didn't take it, but I was like grateful for the experience. So now the trip is going on and I had another experience. I'm sitting there and we're about to do, I think it was a moon ceremony and someone sits next to me and I just was like, oh my God, 
like her energy felt like like a warm nurturing blanket and I'm like I literally was like wow like I was like I need some of this in my life (laughs) whatever your energy is can you just give me a little I literally could have like laid I wanted to like lay down and be like okay you're good it was like it was wild like to me because I I can feel people's energy I can read a room like I immediately know whether or not like someone I'm like digging them or not like something's off with that person I don't really like it or wow this person like is amazing but when she sat down I just was like damn girls like a warm fuzzy nurturing blanket literally like I don't even know all wrapped up mother earth were all wrapped up in like one lovable ball of energy it was wild to me and I was like wow okay so I kept having these huge clairsentient feelings and it was really I guess expansive for me and I didn't even expect it so after one of the activities we did there was like an option to hang out and talk or like pull cards for each other and once we finished the activity uh, people from my group left and I went over to another group and was like oh let me hang out they're like yeah totally and one of the girls sitting there said hey let me pull your cards I've done them for everyone else so she did mine and it was great did a reading for me and then I said do you all want me to read your cards so I read for three of them well oh my god I'm still nauseous and now at this point I'm doing a reading and I'm so freaking wired I'm literally shaking like and I don't get like this when I do readings I'm cool I mean I sweat that's the only thing that happens for some reason I always sweat it's ridiculous but I'm literally shaking inside internally and like externally at the end like internally like shaking I'm like do I have freaking COVID like what is this like do am I like do I have the chills like what the hell is happening and I'm realizing now it was all like I was feeling so much energy the whole time and I was like good lord so I do all the readings and then I'm like I'm gonna puke again (laughs) and I just the whole time could not shut off this energy and it literally stopped the day we left and I got to airport stopped gone and I was like what the hell these people are like running like way too many amps through me I don't know what's happening but like I just had never felt like that especially after giving like any kind of readings never mind oracle card readings which are like no big deal to me but never in my life had I shook like this but again there was just like massive amounts of energy there and that was clearly my energetic awakening to break me uh to literally break into me and that's that's how I have to receive sometimes I literally through my whole journey with mediumship and spirituality I have had to be literally hit with like the spiritual two by four like from my awakening experience to like me going to Egypt and Sekhmet like I have these like massive breakthroughs that like completely annihilate and crush me and I think part of me loves it (laughs) love a good challenge um and then part of me is like oh my god this is a lot of emotions (laughs) so it is so good for me but wow it really like throws you sometimes and it's completely unexpected and then the last experience I had which is the one that really threw me for a loop and I'm still processing now And I'm not going to talk in depth about it because it it involves another person, but they don't even know. So I'm still trying to process what the hell happened, why I feel like I have more clarity on it now, being more grounded in my person. But man, it was 
like one of the more profound experiences of my spiritual awakening. Like the only other time I've had an experience like this was when I went to Egypt and went into uh, the Sekhmet statue, which is like one of the last living statues, they call it, in Egypt. And I literally, uh, the woman running the retreat, and I'll talk about this in another episode specifically, but put me in front of the statue and I just lost my shit, just sobbed. And I was like so confused in my mind because I'm like, I'm standing in front of a piece of like rock. Why am I crying? Like it did not compute in my mind right but my soul was like girl it was like someone ripped my heart out and like or ripped the casing I guess I could say around my heart out and was like let it go and whoa I cried for like a solid 30-40 minutes I don't even know what happened but so what happened to me here was not until this profound experience I'm talking about at this retreat it didn't hit me until I was on the plane and I think I was feeling so much there that it was, I don't know, I just didn't compute like mentally, like I knew things were happening. But when I went back and like, thought about it, and my mind actually like caught up with like, I feel like my soul. I was like, Oh, my God. So I'm on the plane on the way home. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm like, in a middle row, of course, and there's people on my left and right. And I'm like, tearing up. And I'm like, all right, hold it together till you get home. Because like, I don't know what's happening. But you get to like process this later. For me, overall, the, the trip was absolutely amazing I thought I don't know for what reason that I was going in and it was just gonna be a chill fun relaxing time and not saying that it wasn't but I did not expect to have the kind of breakthrough that I had and I thought I would talk a little bit about the aftermath of retreats or sacred travel or anything you do like that because now that I've done two I'm like hmm I didn't expect any of this at the end I feel like at the end of these (laughs) travels and journeys, they should hand you a pamphlet almost and say like, listen, this might fuck your shit up. Like, it's okay. It's all good. This is what happens. It's normal. Whatever the gamut of feelings that you feel is normal. So since I came back, when I got home the next day, I was a hot mess. Like, and I joked at the end circle and said, like, I'm going to go home and cry on the ground like an infant and like sob an ugly cry and I wasn't joking except I wasn't on the ground but I definitely went through like half a box to a box of tissues when I came home I even told my daughter I said listen if I cry if you see me crying randomly for the next like week I'm fine this is what happens after you go retreating (laughs) and she's like okay and she walked in at one point and just points at me like oh my god because I'm not a huge crier at home But for her to see me like that, she was a bit surprised. She was like, wow. And she could see my eyes all puffy. So I'm so thankful for people in the group that I went with posting their experiences and thoughts and like talking about like integration in general, because that was really helpful. So as far as the the emotions that I've gone through since then, and it's Wednesday and I got back Saturday, I have sobbed on the, not on the ground, but I have like sobbed my eyes out. I have felt very, uh, I literally at one point said like two thirds of my soul was still in Canada. Can someone please send it back? Because only a third is here. I felt like high (laughs) Um, as the days went on. I'm like, okay, now I feel like a third of my soul is still in Canada. Like another third came back. I still feel like a little bit might be there. And I don't know if it'll always be there, but (laughs) send it back if you find it. Okay. 
and other like ranges of feelings I've had like my heart was like it it was sad to leave these people like they were when you go on trips like this it's like or even sometimes maybe you meet people or and they're in circle with you or just people in general you're like your soul knows these people and another wild thing I kept having deja vu all week long multiple times a day like I had seen this before like this I already knew this was happening it, it was wild so like my heart was literally like sad. I was sad to leave. And I think everyone felt that when you find a place and people where you can be yourself fully and some people don't have anyone to talk to about this spiritual stuff. And I can't imagine that because I'm lucky enough to have people in my life where I can go to circle or go to group or text them or call them and be like, hey, weird stuff's going down. Let's talk or just to be yourself and talk about it in a safe space where people are like, yeah, I mean, I don't think that sounds weird. And you're like, really? Cool. After like the sadness and like the crying, like it was almost like confusion too. Like it's hard to be back in this human world when you have such a spiritual like experience like that. When you're in your spirit basically all the time, like at that place and then you come back and it's like, oh, that world again. Yeah. That human world. I have felt chill super chill monday oh my god at work you should have saw me i was like sup like you would have thought i was high they're like how you doing i'm like i'm great i have no cares in the world <laughs> and then my eyelids for whatever reason i would look down and they would just twitch but then i'd look in the mirror and they weren't twitching and i'm like what is happening so i was just laughing at myself i have also been super distracted at work all week I'm like, what's everyone else doing? Anyone posting anything good? I want nothing to do with this like real world of corporate America that I'm in still. I've also, which it's not a great place to be, is like I've wanted to leave my job to do this like full time. And I'm kind of like, okay, fire me. Like, I don't care. Like, please do me a favor. This will be great. <laughs> and it's kind of a dangerous place to be. So if after you go retreating or whatever you do, don't make any big decisions for a little bit. Like, because you know what? You're not totally yourself, like your human self. You might regret stuff later. So give yourself some time. Uh, I also wanted to call some people and tell them some things and I didn't. And I think that was a really good choice on my part because I thought about it now and I'm like, I'm really glad I didn't. And that's only a few days later. So while, while give yourself the time to process and that space to figure out what's going on that's really important to do you don't want to do anything that you're going to regret some other realizations i've had through this have like popped up randomly and it really is helpful for other people to post things and talk about things and their experiences because then it's helped me realize my own experiences and whether I have had similar or very different or it made me think of something else, that has happened. Um, I literally was walking up the stairs and was like, oh, my God, I had another realization. And from what other people were talking about and posting about, I had realized that I don't like to be in photos. Like a big thing we talked about in the retreat was being seen and being yourself. And I have like even a history as a kid, like didn't want to be in photos like I always wanted to hide and I still do that now and I realized wow I'm not in a ton and that's fine with me but I'm realizing where that came from I'm like shit I don't like to be seen I thought I was all right but I guess not and I've realized it is hard for me to be seen like I didn't even want my photo taken like 
I, I didn't mind people taking my photo and people who did, some of them asked and that was great. And they put it out there. If you don't want your photo taken, tell us and I'm totally fine with it. But like, you're not going to find me out there doing a photo shoot. It's just not going to happen. But it made me realize because of these experiences and because of these small little things that happened that I didn't like to be seen. And through other people's healing and realizations, I realized my own stuff that needed to be healed or worked on in like my own wounds. So my end takeaway for all of this, if you've never done sacred travel or spiritual retreat is stay open. You might think you know what you're getting into, but you might have no idea. And that's totally cool. Totally fine. I thought we were going in chill retreat. I'm like, this is going to be relaxing and rejuvenating for me. And it totally was, but I didn't expect to have these profound or a massive profound experience for myself and maybe I'll talk about it later once I think about it more and integrate it more and maybe I won't maybe I'll never talk about it and that's the thing too sometimes the things you go through are sacred to you or maybe to other people so like maybe you don't have to share everything but I just thought this could be helpful for others who are like, oh, I'm going to go on a, you know, a weekend silent meditative retreat where we don't talk. And I'm like, oh, are you? <laughs> Good luck with that. Like, and in the best way, I mean that it's like, it's going to blow your shit up. And like, it might, it might not. Some people came out and I think feel rejuvenated. And it all depends on where you are and what, where you are in life and what you're working on. Or even if you don't even know you're working on, you're like, well, I thought that was uh, healed, but I guess we're going deeper on that layer, right? So if you end up going on retreats or travel in this kind of way, give yourself the space after. Don't make big decisions. Talk to people who you trust and feel safe with. Journal the shit out of everything. And don't quit your job because I'm like ready to, but don't do it. And I'm so grateful and thankful to have met all those people who I now literally feel like are family. And you know, it's so interesting when you meet someone and you feel like you know them on this soul level. Like I literally could be like, I know this person. I've never met this person in my life. Like I may have talked to them for one minute and it's like wild to me still that it's almost like you can recognize someone. It's like your soul recognizes their souls really what it comes down to, I think. And to me, like the mind cannot comprehend any of that. But I can't wait to go back. And like, I'm hoping some of the people I met there go back because it'll literally feel like a big reunion. And like, I look forward to meeting new people and their souls, I guess, and getting to know them or knowing them already because I probably already know them. So I'm not affiliated at all in any way with Danielle Serenk, the Squamish medium, but like I absolutely adore and love everything she puts out. It's super thoughtful. It makes me think. It makes me listen. It challenges me. And the community she has created is amazing. So if you're going to do any sacred travel or spiritual retreats, just keep some of these things in mind. And I can't wait to do my next one so it can break me again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me a review or rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you found this episode helpful, feel free to share with friends. And if you're interested in getting a reading from me, you can book directly on jencostamedium.com. Have an awesome day, and thanks for taking the time to listen.